0: I am Dr. Heather Moore. I own Total Performance Physical Therapy and tonight we are going to talk about the number one question that I get asked is, uh, should I heat or ice? And this is hands down the number one question everyone wants to know. Before I answer the question, I'm going to say right now you cannot do anything wrong. All right. It does not make or break. The healing of an injury. If you apply heat when it might have been better to apply ice, it's not going to make or break an injury. If you put a hot pack on for 15 minutes and you go to the doctor, the doctor said, "Ah, oh, you should have put on ice." It's not going to really affect the outcome all that horribly much. People find themselves extremely stressed out about this, whether they should heat or ice, and then. When I give them one answer or the other, they get really upset thinking they did the wrong thing. It's not something to get upset about. It's not something to even stress about, honestly. You know, if you do the wrong thing, quote unquote wrong thing, there really isn't a wrong thing. But if you find yourself in a position where you, you know, you should have done ice where you did heat, don't worry about it. It's okay. Your injury is still going to heal as long as you do everything else properly. So when should you heat? When should you ice? What's the magic formula? Well, what I tell people is when in doubt, ice. That's as simple as I can make it. If you are questioning whether you should heat or whether you should ice, you should ice, okay? Now, when should you ice and when should you heat? If you really want to kind of get the clear dividing lines of it. You should ice when you have pain. So we all know there is a distinct difference between waking up and having a sore or, you know, just a stiff neck, stiff back and feeling pain. You know, if you work out and you wind up and your shoulder is just throbbing, you're going to ice that. Obviously, if you have an accident, if you fall, you're going to put ice on that. If you go to stand up after picking something off the floor and all of a sudden you can't get up, put ice on that that's an injury. That's pain. You feel pain at that point in time. But if you just wake up and you're sore or you slept in a bed, that's not yours. You know, many of us have gone into the shower and taken a hot shower, kind of moved our neck around, maybe a little bit, moved our back around and felt great. In those instances, that's when you use heat. When you wake up or you come home from work, I work a very physical job, so there are just some times I come home from work. I don't have back pain, but man, my back is sore from bending over and working on people all day long, from getting up, from getting down. I have, you know, a physically active job. So there are some days where I am sore. It's not pain. I don't feel anything going on down my leg. I wouldn't describe it as pain, but it is like, oh, I just really want a little bit of a heat pack and a heat pack takes away right like that. So don't be afraid to use heat or ice to help decrease soreness, to help decrease pain, to increase range of motion. It does a really good job, both of them at doing that. Now a lot of questions about, you know, what about ice baths? What about contrast baths? And what's a contrast bath? Um, it's where you go heat and then ice and then heat and then ice. If you have a significant sprain, like an ankle sprain, and you can do heat and ice and you have that kind of time, go ahead. You know, yes, it will help. You know, five minutes ice, five minute heat, five minute ice, five minute heat. Most people don't have the resources or the time to do something like that. So just do ice. Okay? If you're picking between doing a contrast back and picking between heat and picking between ice, You're going to pick ice in that situation because it means there's some pretty significant swelling going on. It means there's some issues that you need to really address the inflammation. You need to address the swelling and ice is best for that. Now what about doing an ice bath? Again, if you want to find yourself in a bath full of of ice cubes, by all means, it will help. I know a lot of marathoners use this technique after they get done a race. It helps, it stops that blood flow rushing in, it stops the garbage from rushing into your muscles. So it's an absolutely acceptable form of treatment. Now what you don't want to do is rely solely on heat and ice to fix you. If you happen to fall down the stairs, if you happen to sprain an ankle, if you happen to fall on your wrist. Those are what we call traumatic injuries. Those we know what happened. We saw what happened. It was obvious. We don't need a medical degree of any kind to say, how did you hurt that? I fell down the steps. Okay. Put ice on it. Very simple, very easy. Put ice on that, that type of injury, that injury where you have a trauma, where you have an accident, ice can help fix those. The type of injury that we see in here all the time, the one where people go, man, I should have come to see you two months ago, really regret not doing that, is the type of pain that comes once a week and then it starts to come twice a week or it starts off as, man, I had back pain you know, last year, now all of a sudden I had it twice this year and now it's like every month and now it's every week. That's the pain that ice is not going to fix. That's the pain that ice will help decrease some of the inflammation, but you're going to have to do other treatment methods, such as physical therapy, such as exercises, such as other things that are going to help fix the problem. Ice does not fix the problem. Ice fixes inflammation, heat helps relax muscles, but it doesn't fix anything. So don't ever rely on ice and heat alone for treatment unless it was a traumatic injury if you get down on the floor and all of a sudden you can't get back up that's not a traumatic injury that's your back saying I can't do anymore because what really did you do that was not it wasn't an accident you got down and you literally couldn't get back up you know you're brushing your teeth and all of a sudden your back goes into spasm is that an accident no you hopefully you're brushing your teeth every day so it's not an accident it is something that occurred and you don't really know why because this is an activity you've done forever but today all of a sudden you had back spasms. So be aware that ice and heat are great and we use them in here all the time especially after I get done with hands on with someone applying some of that ice really can help but it is not a sole treatment method unless it is an accident unless there is a definite cause if you are having pain reaching overhead with your shoulder every single time. Ice is not going to fix that. Ice will never fix that. You have to find the cause of the problem. Ice can aid in fixing that, but it won't completely fix that. So you really need to be aware that while there's icy hot patches and there's, I don't even know, it, it's tiger balm. It, it's amazing what people bring in to me on almost a daily basis on what's out on the market and what can be purchased and, um, you know, it, it, it's crazy. It's okay you can use a hot pack on the way to work, um, you can put a lidocaine patch on there if it helps, but it, those things are only meant to take the edge off just like heat or ice. Okay. It's only meant to take the edge off. It is not a treatment option. It is not a treatment solution. It won't solve anything. In fact, it will make things worse if you don't get the entire picture solved. How long should you put on heat or ice? Well first of all, with heat. You should never, ever, ever, ever use a hot pack that plugs into the wall. The burns are very nasty. I'm sure Google has quite a few of them on there, but I've seen them in person. It's not something you want to mess with. And every person that I talked to never intends to fall asleep with a hot pack on. Nobody ever goes to bed. Generally, I do have some people that do go to bed and we have that conversation. But most people who put a hot pack on that plugs into the wall only were going to be there for 15 minutes and they wound up falling asleep and then the burns come. You need to buy a hot pack or make a hot pack that, are, you know, that has rice in it that you throw into the microwave that cools down. So if you happen to fall asleep or let's say you put it behind your back while you're driving to work, it gets cooler. It doesn't stay the same temperature. So you really want to be aware that a plug-in hot pack needs to be thrown away. Ice, the um, disclaimer with ice is never put it on your skin. So if you have a bag of ice, it doesn't have to be a fancy ice pack. Some people really enjoy those. Uh, At my house, it's a Ziploc bag or it's a bag from the grocery store. Ice cubes, tie it up, throw it on whatever hurts. Don't expose your skin to the ice. You can get an ice burn, all right? So just be aware that there are certain things um, that when you're applying heat and ice, you you don't want to do, put a layer of clothing, a towel, anything in between your skin and the ice, the ice if you fall asleep with it on you might have a little trouble walking because you're going to decrease that blood flow but not as serious as if you fall asleep with a hot pack that that plugs into the wall on, either way you want about 15 minutes for each, now let's say you want to do both but you're not doing the contrast back meaning you're not going 5 minutes in hot and then quickly putting 5 minutes in cold, the rule is start with heat. So if you're going to do an exercise, you're going to do your foam rolling, you're going to do stretching, you're going to do yoga or whatever, you're going to want to start with heat. Okay, start with 15 minutes of heat, allow everything to relax and before anybody comments and says heat and ice don't work and all the literature, I understand what the literature is saying, heat and ice cannot solve problems, but they do have their purpose. So. Heat in the beginning, ice afterwards. If you only have time for one during the day, you want to ice. What you also want to be aware of with ice is you want to ice until there's no more pain. So if you wind up finding that you have shoulder pain every week, you want to make sure that you are icing it every single day. Okay. Now you also want to be seeking treatment at this time. Like I explained, because that's a sign of something seriously going wrong with your shoulder. But if you wind up, you know, your, your shoulder hurts on Tuesday, you don't know why you put ice on it, felt a little bit better, and then it's going to hurt again next Wednesday, put ice on it, you know, you want to put ice on it every day until you can go for two weeks with no pain. So you want to make sure that you are icing your shoulder if you find that it's a reoccurring problem every single day until it is not a reoccurring problem. So if Tuesday you have pain, but Wednesday you feel good, put ice on it on Wednesday at the end of the night, bag of frozen peas, 10 to 15 minutes, nothing crazy, but it's going to help decrease some of that inflammation. So maybe next time it will build up to next Wednesday where you wind up having pain lifting overhead. So just be aware of all those things when you're doing heat and ice. And again, you can't go wrong. So don't cry. Don't freak out. It's, it, it really, you can't go wrong. Okay. The only thing you can do is, is burn yourself with the heat or the ice and then you, you have done wrong. But if you find that you have pain that is not going away or it's increasing in frequency or you don't know how it happened. So if you can't put pinpoint a fall or you don't know the exact, exact minute that you did something to injure yourself, that's a sign that something is severely going wrong and it's only going to keep spiraling out of control. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you get in and you find out the exact cause of the problem. So you can go to our website at www.totalperformancept.com.